0: Welcome to the Blessed Sacrament homilies podcast, where our mission is to help everyone recognize and experience the presence of God. We hope you are nourished and encouraged by the word. Thank you for joining us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to carry, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. As for you, do not be called Rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to clarify a huge misunderstanding that clearly has taken root here. Contrary to popular belief, I was not the perfect child. (laughs) Nor was I the perfect teenager. In fact, I had one very difficult trait to overcome. And that is keeping my mouth shut. Because I've always been quick with the quip. And I used to do that with my parents on occasion. And it never really worked out to my advantage. Well, on one particular day, and I loved it when there was something hypocritical that my dad would do, which he would do often, not intentionally, like we all do he would have these rules set up for me, and then I'd notice that he rarely, if ever, would follow them. But on one particular occasion, his car was being worked on. So he asked me, I was a senior in high school, he asked me if he could borrow my car. He said, sure, and I threw him the keys. He got roughly a half mile from our driveway and ran out of gas. (laughs) At which point in time, he came home slightly red-faced, and quite angry with me. And I looked at him and I smiled and said, well, you know, if you borrow the car, put gas in it. That didn't get me very far. Well, the hypocrisy that Jesus is talking about in the Scribes and Pharisees is a little bit different. Because rather than simply screwing up, like we can all do, they had falsely convinced themselves of their righteousness, that they were the only ones that lived out their Judaism correctly, and that they lived to point out the faults in others. Now, I'm sure psychologists could break that down into all kinds of reasons why they would do that but it clearly made them feel more important to themselves. And Jesus noticed how those who had the most authority tended to be deeply rooted in this hypocrisy. And that he really struggled with the fact that faith in God and living out that faith was meant to bring comfort to people that were struggling, not to place increasing burdens upon them. So he pointed out that the Pharisees were missing the mark, and he wanted people to instead look to the message and try to live the best lives they could live, but to always, no matter what, trust in the ability of God's mercy to heal them. Well, the funny thing is, nothing ever changes the world can still operate in that same level. And whenever you see anyone using religion to make you feel less or to make them feel more important, what you need to do is take the battery out of your hearing aid or walk away. Because faith is never meant to belittle another but it's always meant to bring us just a bit closer to the reality of God in our lives. And I don't care who says it to you. I don't care if it's a bishop, a pope, or it's me. Tune it out. Because Jesus always strived to bring comfort to those who are struggling the most. Be it with poverty, be it with their own brokenness and sinfulness, no matter what it happened to be. He wanted you to understand that God's love rests with you. And I hope you've noticed, because I really strive to do this, that whenever I point out anything that we as a people are struggling with, I don't simply say, you poor slobs, you poor sinners. I always try to say we. Because the reality of it is, there's not one of us that has it all figured out. There's not one of us that can point a finger at another and remain righteous, because the reality is all of our righteousness depends on just one person, and that's Christ.